It's the Organic Monkey Show. Hello again, everybody. It's been quite a while. Or maybe it hasn't. Maybe you maybe you've never listened before. Or maybe you aren't listening at all. Maybe this will just sit in here and be not listened to, in which case it's just static. Just static noise. But in case you are a returning fan, welcome back. It's been a while. We've been busy. We got things we're doing. You can see us around in Chicago. We're up to stuff. We do things. So anyway, this episode, uh, the Organic Monkey Show, as always, we'll have episode of Red Feast Fat Guys, you know, cereals about goons, construction workers, you know, basically red-faced fat guys. And we're going to have another episode of uh, New Obsession or Social Regression. We recorded this a while ago, but the subject was old when we recorded it, so there we go. Apologies for non-topical things. Uh, we're discussing the old, uh, well, yeah, sure, old by standards of the internet, blah, 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 blah. We'll be discussing the, the stupid uh, dress uh, that was seen as different colors and different lights, and... Uh, it, strangely uh, hot debate about that. No, sir. Uh, let's see, we're also going to cover vaccines. Um, that's still topical for some reason. I don't, <laughs> don't know how that's still uh, still an issue at all, but yeah, we'll be talking about vaccines. And then we also have a new episode of uh, <clears throat> Shadows of Sanity. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That should be a good one. Um, it's called Real Heroes. I look forward to you guys enjoying that one, or just, but I look forward to putting it out there for the possibility of enjoyment. And then, uh, we have an episode of Talking Gruff About Delicate Stuff. T-Gads, if you will. And on this episode of T-Gads, we are discussing... If Obama really hates America, he doesn't. So we'll discuss that. We, uh, you know, it's not going to be as plain cut as what I just said. Me and Sean and Vivian will discuss it and the ins and outs of it and what it means when someone says that. This is also kind of old news, but bah, whatever. Hopefully you're listening to this years from now when... Weeks after the story came out, barely matters, because you're still listening to it years later into the future when no one even remembers who the president was. Probably not going to be the case. Fairly remember. Blah, 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 mouth diarrhea. So, yeah. Enjoy. And uh, here's Red Face Fat Guys. Hey, Chrissy, how's it going? Hey, the little angel of death. Angel of death? What are you, what are you talking about? I got your paychecks. Uh, those are the layoff checks. Layoff checks? I didn't say anything about it. Oh, yeah, there are twice as many as there should be here. Well, see you around. Cool. Yes, it is cool. Oh. It wasn't that fantastic. So more show coming at you. Viv, I understand this next segment is your segment, even though we are all involved. Yes, it is my segment. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> 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 a 
and this segment is called New Obsession or Social Regression, otherwise known as No Sir. And I think oh. it's everyone's favorite segment. It's my favorite, baby. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I mean, maybe not everyone's, but enough of the people's. <laughs> yeah. Who, those people who don't yeah. care about style. Yeah. Don't read the style section of the magazine to find out what's going on. You know, it's not just yeah. about clothing. Uh-huh. Style refers to other things. Really, it just refers to anything that is trending. Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just trying to get people to have pointless arguments about stuff. Oh, I, thought so. that was, I thought that was talking gruff. That's about talking. No, that has a point. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Talking gruff has a point. This has so, no, this... So this is be, inane arguments. Yeah, constant oh, okay. arguments that have no uh, relative consequence to... People's lives. <laughs> I understand completely. So those are my favorite kind. Oh. Um. You know, Bib, I think you might make a fine senator. Oh, thanks. I've been practicing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, that aside, the first topic is the black and blue dress, or maybe you're seeing a white and gold dress. I don't know if you've seen the picture of this. Mm-hmm. It's circulating Facebook. Everyone has their own opinion on it. Everyone sees a different color. Um, so first off, I want to ask you, what do you see, and have you seen the dress? Yeah, I saw a picture of it. And is it white and gold or black and blue? Uh, in my mind, it is white and gold. Oh, very interesting because I see a black and blue dress. Ah, that's predictable. How is it predictable? Because not only do people have different types of eyes, they have different types of minds. And the majority of the people saw it in those two ways. I'd be a little thrown off if you had perfect eyes and brain machines for seeing things like a computer. And you looked at that dress and said blue and orange, which is the most accurate uh, computer analysis of that dress there is. And Sean... Purple and green. No. Purple and fucking green. (laughs) You did not see that. Because, like, here's the thing. I didn't see that. I didn't see... I saw the dress. Um, I paid it no attention because I've seen the pictures and so I've seen both colors like I've seen the white and gold and I've also seen blue and black so I was like okay well what's the definitive answer I did a google search for it apparently the dress is actually blue and black so what well, no 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 that's that's what the company sells it as the company sells it as blue and black the, the picture was blue and black man so like so when yeah. when I'm, when I'm, what I think it is is just a trick of the light so no it's no it's not a trick of the light because people will look at the exact same picture which is not going to change how it reflects the light when someone else looks at it as a different color and it's have you ever heard uh, I can't remember the name of the experiment but you ever heard of the experiment uh, where someone would be fitted with goggles that make them see everything upside down? Um, no. Okay. Well, I think, actually, no, I think I remember this, but you should go ahead and tell sure. everyone. So, uh, so what they'd do is they'd get a subject, and then they'd fit them with a pair of goggles that reflects everything back to you upside down. 
And of course, this is very problematic for them because it's difficult to operate when you're not seeing things the correct way. Well, what happens is after a week, uh, the brain just takes that information and sorts it and then they're seeing everything right side up and there's no difference to them. And then they take the goggles off and everything's upside down again yes. for about a good week until their brain has reorganized the information. I mean, so it's, it's, it's really just this, this is a simple matter of just people interpreting it differently. Um, the, a number of things, uh, the way their eyes work and the way they categorize how they take in the world in their brain. Uh, this is just entirely different than some kind of color deficiency. Like when I first heard about this dress scandal, I thought this was going to be something about like red, blue, not red, blue, uh, a red, green color deficiency, mm -hmm. which is an actual thing that people have. I swear my mom has this. Yeah. Growing up it's my entire life. We'd color blind. She'd go, hey, go put on those brown boots. And we'd say, there are no brown boots. Those are green. And she'd yes. look at the inks. She'd go, those are brown. Uh-huh. And she, she sees olive green as brown. Love you, Mom. Thanks for being the only listener on the old but yeah, podcast. This, but you're right. This is different than a color blindness. This is... It has to do with how your brain processes information. Right. Um, and the yeah, actual color of the dress is blue and black. Blue and black. And so... Well, the, according, so, according to the person who made it, according to an analysis of the picture by a computer, it would be categorized as blue and orange. The, by the, pixel. So what they say is... Um, like, like that... Um, that there's a picture of um, a checkerboard with a cylinder casting a shadow on it. No, see, light enters the eyes through the lens, different wavelengths correspond in different colors. The light hits the retina in the back of the eye where the pigment fires and uh, up neural connections to the visual cortex of the brain. Uh, critically though, the first burst of light is made of whatever wavelengths are illuminating the world, reflecting off what are you what you're looking at, without having to worry about it. Your brain figures out what color light is bouncing off uh, the things your eyes are looking at. It essentially, subtracts the color from the real color of the object. Our visual system is supposed to throw away information about the illuminant extract uh, information about the actual reflect. Right. Uh, hold, hold so, can 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 we credit whoever you got that from? I got it from Wired. Uh, and, oh. and, and the person who wrote it. Oh, it. Hey, listen. You want to read other read the goddamn article? You want to read other people's stuff at the end of it, like at, like you do in a term paper. You go to the end, and once you get to the end of the paragraph, then you credit the person. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Don't add, don't me. I write papers literally uh. for a living. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So. It, yeah, so, yeah, it's a trick of the light. Well, was that article about the dress? Mm hmm. Hmm. And it was the author. Well, trick of the light, that sounds weird. That's how you see everything. Adam Rogers. Everything is light. Thanks, Adam, for that article. I think um, what so happened just was. Uh, no, no, no. I, I trust the scientists I heard. It, it's, that guy. it's, um. Wired as if it's, it's a convoluted way of saying that the white light in the room. 
is is uh so you saw the white light and then uh the dress like as it filters out the white light uh brings in the actual color that some people mm -hmm. interpret the that, that blue tones as it being the dress being in a shadow um rather than being overexposed with light which would be the blue dress people yeah, see? Yeah, what is happening here is your visual system is looking at this thing and trying to discount the chromatic bias of the daylight, which would make it appear bright and white. Uh, but, uh, which is interesting, though. Basically, we were it's just your, your pattern breaking mind yeah. trying to put together the way it should be. Exactly. And people just do that differently. People do that differently, and the reason why it happens... No, they do it the same way. That's why they keep seeing the desk... Yeah. That's why they're seeing a GIF dress... Um, no, that's why... Differently. No, well, look, you're looking at photos of the dress. Yeah. So you can see, because you look at photos of... Everybody was looking at photos of the dress, and then seeing white and gold or blue and black. No, you can look at you look at one photo of the dress and you can see white and gold. You can look at another photo of the dress and see blue and black. It's about the people that actually see the dress in person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I thought there was only one picture of this oh, thing that people were judging pictures. by. Oh, no. Well, that's, that's freaking just... ridiculous. That is the actual light in the room. I, I, thought, no, I no. thought there were people looking at one picture of the dress and saying that they saw it this way. And then looking at that exact same picture and saying they saw it different. No, that's true. That's what happens. Okay, that's what but I they, thought happened. But they, what they did to make it clear to the people of, so the white for the white and gold people, they um, modified the picture to make it look more blue and black. And for the blue and black people, they modified the picture to look more white and gold for that particular article that he was showing. So, um, well, that's why you saw three pictures of the dress. They modified the picture in order for the other team right, so, to right. see it so more you, clearly. So, you can see both more clearly. Oh. So, what happened? So, so you can see three pictures right here. The one in the middle, the one in the is, middle the is the original picture. picture. And so it's that's definitely picture not the one that I saw. So, that's so it looks blue and it looks like, yeah, it looks like really bluish, yeah, like no, white. Yeah. And had I seen any three of those pictures, I would have said blue at least somewhere in my answer. But let me tell you this. Another thing is people have said they see it differently depending on where they are and what kind of screen they're viewing it from, too. I imagine the one I saw was enhanced to make it look more white and gold. Yeah, That's not necessarily so true. I've seen, well, I've seen a lot of pictures on... Because people will say their mind switches back and forth. I saw a lot of pictures it's on Facebook possible, and I, I thought the ones that... The, like, when they started getting into it, it looked like they just started showing the modified pictures. Yeah. But, um, but I also thought it was a stupid thing. <laughs> stupid uh, argument. So, so is this picture... Uh, is this picture and this whole debate a new obsession or is it a social regression? Should we even be talking about this? Yeah. I think it's a new obsession. I'm going to oh. say this because I, I like that people are arguing about 
perception. I like people that are looking into, like, trying to figure out why we see things. Because secretly, people are learning something. Yes. Secretly, yeah. people are learning. If, if people weren't learning anything, and they were like, you know, I just don't like to dress, well, fuck you then. But yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard I, that conversation. I like it like that people are talking about yes. color, perception, group think. whether you group think, and, you know, the fact that colors don't exist. This is yeah. this is purely well, a concept in our head, but but in fact there are many more colors that exist well, than we see. We only see such a yeah. small fraction. Rods and cones. We are we like reality is colorblind, and I've read like I've also heard that reality is two dimensional, which sounds like total bullshit to me. That that is nonsense. And yet it was well argued by a physicist who used many points that I could not follow at all. I was like, well, I, this, this I have no way to debunk any of that. <laughs> There's physicists who believe that, like, or you can make it, that can make an argument that we're just a computer simulator. Uh, the the two-dimensional yeah, thing exactly. actually has a fairly good audience behind it. Anyway, uh, I, I the beholder real quick. Uh, I think the dress looks banal. It's just a dress. I like the dress. <laughs> well, well, we know what to buy you for your birthday, Sean. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to buy it for me, per se. I don't think it comes in my size. Aaron. <laughs> I think it's a new obsession for many of the reasons Sean said. You get covert science, getting some of these, like, dumb millennials... Which I'm, a, which I am one of them. Yeah, and you're not you know, dumb, Viv. So don't say that. These uh, getting some of these people who would not not normally think about science. Stupid geriatrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest generation. <laughs> yeah, right. If they're so great, how come they're dead? Yeah. Just, just to be clear, from now on, anytime you just refer to a group of people as lazy, <laughs> even though you're clearly referring to the young generation, I'll just yeah. assume you're talking about old people. Exactly. Stop, Look stop here. talking about grandmas like that, Viv. Look here. Put down your phone. Look here, Grandpa. I don't care if you have cataracts or not. You better learn about sight <laughs> and the stress. <laughs> Read that page. Secret covert science. So Slowly yeah, it's surely. like it's like spoon feeding people some science. Like put a little, you know, sugar on it to make the medicine go down. Um, and you said. Uh, oh, uh, no obsession. No obsession. Uh, uh, Good. Yeah, no one really got angry. I don't recall. Hearing anyone blow up about this one, so that's a step in the yeah. in the goodness. But but this next topic, I think people have blown up about it, mm. and I'm pretty sure that we all agree on this. But um, there are some people who get crazy about this, and it's vaccinations. Uh, I was hoping this was something and where I could take the counterpoint. <laughs> The mumps and the measles and rosacea. Hey, let's not pass People over polio. And polio, yeah. And, uh, what else? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. But we don't have vaccines Small for tuberculosis. Pox. But at one point, <laughs> people were dying in the droves from tuberculosis. Yeah. 
there are tuberculosis wards all over the country. That's not what they are now. But the next time you're at like a giant old building, look around. That place could have housed tuberculosis patients. Exactly. I worked in one. I was like, huh, this place looks real old. What is it? Oh, it's like the projects for old people. Okay, what it used to be. It looks like a hospital tuberculosis ward. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, let me tell you. I it wasn't not, a generation before the greatest generation oh, yeah. was called the tuberculosis generation. That At least been, that's what I call it. It would have been appropriate. <laughs> I, uh, um, I'm so that, too, and, you know, other debilitating diseases exactly. that we have a fucking cure for. Like, it, this shouldn't even be a conversation. It, it, like, it's, a not, it's as much a non-conversation as climate change. But nevertheless, right. we have a new obsession of social regression <sighs> about vaccinations. Are they good or bad? And there are people who would say that vaccinations cause um, cause autism, mm-hmm. and there are other people who would say those people are full of shit, and mm-hmm. they don't know anything, and they are causing well, it, America to and children well, to die. Listen, there which are, I agree with the latter. <laughs> I, I don't agree with the sentiment. I, I would like to I would like to treat them nicely and say. Mm-hmm. While they are full of shit, no, I'm not saying you are shit. Your your ideas are shit. Exactly. Because you were talking about science and you clearly know nothing about science. Uh, You guys ever hear that clip of Jenny McCarthy who became like the figurehead for this movement because she's pretty and a star? And she was on Oprah and that's what did it. Yeah, uh, her thing. Oprah's endorsement. She, she said, like, you know, they'd be like, what about statistics? And she'd say, I have the evidence. It's my son. And that's, that's not how science works. I feel I, like. I understand you don't know how science works, which is why you should not talk about things that are science, because science is not proven by an anecdote. Well, and like, here's so, something too. Can she be held accountable for no, some of the deaths that happened sure. because she? Well, ne- neither can scientists. Yes. Well, so here's, they, they tried to though. I can't remember huh. what country it is, but there were a bunch of scientists who just got sentenced to jail time for inaccurately predicting an earthquake. Oh no! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, they were let off. Just recently. Yeah, oh, boy. But, um, there was a firestorm about it. Yeah, but it was a fire. Yeah, it was, it was like... Like, the world of scientists had to be like, listen, you want to be cut off from science country? They were like, you can't. This was in Italy. <laughs> oh. And they were just like, yeah. you can't predict earthquakes. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. predict the severity of... They wanted to give him, like... They wanted to charge him with murder. Were, yeah. Wow. They did charge him with murder. And they convicted him. Oh, that's right. It was like 15 <laughs> years apiece. <laughs> wow. It was... It was, it was Pretty terrifying because then that's like well now now I don't know if I want to go and do this job and now you don't have people making accurate reports yeah. because you know you question the science but uh, on the on the anti vaccine part um, so there was so when they first said hey these vaccines cause autism 
what science did was they said, well, I don't know. And so they tested. Well, 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 they, the thing is, the original statement was put out by a guy who claimed to be a scientist who the, the guy, claimed he claimed to have scientific evidence, which was fabricated. The guy yeah. was a scientist. He did have evidence, but it was fa- it was uh, it was it was yeah. falsified. But um, but I heard that but, he was so, paid no, so what they did was so what they did was well they so if even if you do a study yeah. and you find uh-huh. what you're looking for. It's going to go through a process uh-huh. where a lot of other scientists try to repeat the experiment. And so what happened was they said there is no link. So they, you know, a whole bunch of people did the test. They found yeah. out there was no link and, and autism and, um, and, and that it was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot of people go through, um, there's like lots of misconceptions about the ingredients. So, you know, they say, oh, there's mercury and there's, you know, this, that, and the other yeah. thing. And that's dangerous. You know, you don't put these things in there and, mm-hmm. and shoot them in the kids. And like, yeah, you don't, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, like, nitroglycerine? Yeah. Why, that's dynamite. Yeah, and it can also be used for severe headaches. Right. They fill, they fill that syringe full of mercury. I've seen it. They just take it right out of the thermometer and <laughs> stick it right into your kids. Yeah, she I was talking it. about temperature, and then she just cracked you open and jammed it in there. I'd rather have polio than a thermometer stuck in well, my arm. You know, it's funny, because that, that was the last thing that McCarthy <laughs> said. After she's like, yeah, my son, he's all the evidence I need. And believe me, she listed, like, measles and a bunch of other diseases. She did not list polio among those diseases. I mean, autism has many spectrums, and, uh... Well, when you... um, I don't want to go comparing autism to polio, but there are a lot of people on the slight side of autism. But if we were to compare autism to polio, I, I would definitely say... Polio is worse than autism. Thanks for saying that, Viv, because I wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, Because autism isn't always bad. Sometimes it's just different. But, um, so the first time I ever heard uh, anyone mention that before I ever heard it completely debunked by scientists, the first time I heard just the mention of autism and vaccines, I thought... Isn't it highly likely that we're just better at diagnosing autism and it just mm-hmm. went unnoticed and undiagnosed before? Exactly. And now the seeming yeah. spike is just because we're recognizing yeah. more? Of course, because most people would keep their autistic kids in the attic. Well, I mean, you know, well, partially, away from partially that, but also, so when people say that there is a rise in autism, because that's that's a lot of the argument. There's today. a there's a rise in therapy. A, well, but right there's a, so there's a rise in, or there's a change in how you diagnose it, and so mm-hmm. more people fit under the umbrella of autism where they didn't before. Well, I mean, and um, so, there's and a they massive would just change. Be like, oh. In connection to vaccines, like a hundred years ago. There, there were very few diagnoses. Like, like you could have neurosis. What was neurosis? Pretty much anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. He's suffering from neurosis. Exactly. Okay, what's what's psychosis? Pretty much anything wrong with your fucking brain. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. and what what if I'm mentally Hysteria. challenged? You're a moron. Yeah. I'm stupid. No, no, no. Moron was the scientific name for someone who was mentally retarded. Yeah. And then, and then there's the, if you had mild autism. And, and before that, mongoloid. Yeah. Until the people of Mongolia petitioned the World Health Organization to change it. But 
Um, another reason I bring this up too is Jimmy Kimmel came on his show, and there's a huge debate on it. And he he lives in LA, so it's very very important to him. He has kids. And he is basically begging people to get vaccinated. Oh, God. And to tell oh, people oh. to get their their kids vaccinated because uh, it affects everyone. Uh, I was hoping and, this was going to be something that made me like yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Because yes, after Ben Stein's money was all kind of downhill. Yeah. He's fighting the good fight in this case and he had plenty of doctors get on his show begging people to get their kids vaccinated because it's not a problem that just affects your kid it affects the entire community and there are some kids who cannot get vaccinated like they are they have weak immune systems they have leukemia or they are too young to be vaccinated so if a whole bunch of kids have the mumps and your baby somehow gets around them like at a park or whatever that actually i think the mumps or the measles spread at disney world it was the measles the measles and so if your baby gets the measles it could go blind or die even so and that's before you have the chance to vaccinate them so all these people are not only hurting themselves um, they're hurting others, and there is some people talking about, oh, if you don't get your kid vaccinated, then they should not be allowed to go to school. Well, um, there are a number of schools, not public schools. Uh, colleges require that you uh-huh. prove yeah. vaccination. Uh, there are a number of countries where you must get public vaccinations schools, before you enter. required too. So you could... Some, so there, problem is, there are some is, states where there are pretty yeah. easy opt-outs. And right, and so, well, that's the problem, is that schools do require it. So they're, they're in, in those states, there are laws where you can say, well, I'm religious, or I am objecting because blah, blah, blah. I think we didn't land on the moon. JFK killed so, himself, and vaccines cause autism. My problem is, my problem with this but, whole thing. Hold, hold on real quick. JFK killed himself is probably my favorite thing to say about stupid conspiracy nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what next? JFK shot himself? Boom! You're a moron. There is, there is, uh, so like, I I don't know, for me, this is not even a conversation. Like, you need to get vaccinated. Like, 50 years ago, if someone had this conversation, somebody said the shit that's said today, like, you get punched in the face. Like, but I'm serious now. Because, because, um, because this was an established fact that, you know, that, um, that these that these vaccines save lives, yeah. and so Jonas you know the was fact a Nash, he was a worldwide hero. The fact that you have you know that we live in a time where you know we have the vaccines and you know we have um, you know the scientific information and that you're even able to question this stuff, yeah. you know, is is insane. Like I don't know, man. Like to me, to me personally. This is a this is part of a larger conversation about yeah. America in general and, and other places that like you know that we're just losing our shit about you know like what reality is you know there's like yeah. there's people that don't believe in climate change and like they're and you know there's tons of scientific information touched about climate change people that don't believe in evolution there's people that don't mm-hmm. believe you know they're, they're, 
there are vaccines that can cause problems, and they're known. And they tell you about them, and they're pretty bad. There's a vaccine for malaria, which can give you the most severe, uh, oh, what's it called? Where your brain starts forgetting stuff. Oh, yeah. Amnesia. Amnesia. Mm, I didn't even play for that. Actually, I just have a spotty some, brain as there it is. There's some vaccine. There, the malaria vaccine will also cause people to have like can you know can can cause people to hallucinate too. And here's the thing, those are known quantities. Yeah. And yet people still take those vaccines because malaria is terrible. Yeah. Oh man, you. Do you know how many people died of malaria? The Panama Canal would be like a hundred feet deeper if it were for all the bodies lining the bottom of it. The yeah. the um, the chances of you know the vaccines um, that that are typically given out to kids, um, the chances for those vaccines to, to harm you is one in one hundred thousand. That's 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 the like that's the established number that 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 is and, you know and the chances are that it's not like it's not going to be the vaccine it's going to be the person administering it uses a bad needle yeah. or some kind of unclean like well, so it could be anything I don't know what I'm telling you what the number is okay and so what so it can be um, so one in one hundred thousand that's still that's still not enough. For, for me to say, uh, you know, oh, well, then we shouldn't do this. If anything that says we should do this, and, you know, I would Get take better. the risk. Exactly. You know? But, um, you know, we run the risk of dumbing down our society specifically because we want to believe what we want to believe. And there has to be, this is why I support people who say, look, you know, we want to make it a law that you have to get vaccinated. You know, like, there's none of, no more questioning Scientific authority. If you didn't go, if you like, here, like doctors did not go to school for eight to ten years or whatever it takes to be a doctor, mm-hmm. just so they can have some jackass, some some just so they can have some jackass. <laughs> well, you but you don't count residency and all the other shit. It's um, not school. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a schooling. Yeah. It's schooling. Mm, okay. And so. Um, uh, you know, and just so that you, just so you can be questioned by some jackass at a BA in theater, like you know, like, <laughs> who, like fuck you, man, fuck you, like even like, me. man, I don't believe in vaccinations, man. Yeah, all right, well, well, like, well I'm sorry. Well, well, what was Jenny McCarthy's qualifications? How did she's she got a forwarded email? That was her qualification. How, how, how did how did she become famous? Well, oh, um, she was discovered at like a. Baseball game? Cubs game, correct. (laughs) Correct. She was discovered at the Cubs game because the cameraman was like, oh, whoa, whoa, oh my God, zoom in. I want to hear scientific advice from this lady and her big boobs. But wait, 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 wait. And we forget the real reason why anyone ever listened to Jenny McCarthy and her crazy ramblings anyway is because she was on Oprah Winfrey's show. Oh, I thought you were... You were gonna say it was the MTV reboot of the dating game. <laughs> no. And then Oprah, <laughs> Oprah put her on her show and made her like not made her but let her talk all about her crazy vaccination scheme. Mm. And Oprah sat there and listened and agreed, and it's the Oprah effect. Well. And people who watch Oprah, not everyone who watches Oprah, but a lot of people who watch Oprah think that Oprah, whatever she says, is right and true and Mm. never question Oprah. 
Oprah is so terrible. Oprah, I think what Oprah needs to do is go back on her show and be like, "Look, everyone, I was wrong. Get your kids vaccinated." I mean, re- resurrect so, her show, which doesn't happen anymore. No, she doesn't. She doesn't even. Just go back. That's not her responsibility. Not, you know who I'd like to blame? I'd like to blame new shows that. Oh, that provide debate topics for things that should not be debates. Uh, like review. Uh, Which Jenny McCarthy's on? Yeah. Man. <laughs> no, exactly. Full circle. Exactly like that. Like, or this when, show. When, when you bring when you bring in a scientist <laughs> to try and explain climate change. And then you bring in someone who thinks that he's a lying conspiracy nut based on absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And you treat them both like they're valid sources of information. That's a problem. You should be fact-checking these people before you let them talk on live TV. And then not invite the guy who says fucking lies. Mm. Yeah, or... Fact check the person and not invite the person who has no proof that vaccines cause. Or you invite them and then and then you invite them to provide evidence. Yeah. And then you crush that evidence because it is not real evidence. Yeah. I mean, it is uh, a beautiful thing. Obama lies. Could you uh, provide three examples? No, no, no. Two. Two examples, please. There's so many. Then pick a hundred. If it's a problem of numbers, tell me all of them. <laughs> I, no, you know what? I will give you the mic. You can tell me all about how Obama's born in Kenya and how he's a Muslim. And you know what? If you can provide, I will give you all the time you need. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, new news people. Uh, Aside from also crushing people uh, coming on to your show to tell lies as if it's an actual factual debate, I would I would also like you to crush people who ah oh, damn it. Or how about this? People how about who this? do dibs, okay? Let's in say this is what happens on this is what happens on uh, twenty four hour news channels a lot. Is there's a story that breaks quote unquote, and there's a bunch of people who are saying stuff. But none of them really know what went on. And so they're going to have a bunch of people come on and talk about something. Oh. Like, um, like witnesses or whatever. And say, oh, well, this happened, that happened. Well, you know, guess what? Like, the police haven't even said anything about it yet. Um, and then a whole political debate gets to get sparked because the media has to have a story, and then people's houses burn down. Everything. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember now. So cr- crush people presenting evidence like it's actual evidence when it's bullshit nonsense, and also the next time someone claims that. Uh, Obama is a secret Muslim. I would like you to ask them why is that a problem. <laughs> like, all right, let's let's assume just for the sake of debate that he is, that he is in fact a practicing Muslim, 
and keeping it secret because he thinks Americans would fucking go apeshit over it. Which they would. They probably would. They're going apeshit over it, and it's not the case. But let, let's say that he is keeping it secret. And what's that problem? Uh, because he's telling lies. Okay, there we go. I'm, I'm sure this would be followed with some kind of thing about how... Uh, terrorism is invented. We 9-11'd ourselves. Mm-hmm. And JFK shot himself. Well, here's the thing, and this is kind of off topic, but I feel like people want to believe that America is doing these terrorist acts to themselves because the opposite is actually even more terrifying that there would be a group out there that is against America and you, your home... Or whatever could be attacked at any time just because. Yeah, people don't want to feel that they're vulnerable when we have drones yeah. and shit. And they're like, you oh know? my gosh, America. So it's, it's America scary. must have done it to themselves it's, because. It's scary because you can't yeah. stop terrorism. Like, you, exactly. you can't stop. If people want to hate you, they will. And if people, you know. Yeah. If like, someone has no stop. concern for their life, it's yeah. really hard to stop. And you people, can stop a lot of people. But you can't stop them all. And people want to believe that the U.S. is causing it because that then gives them some sort of feeling of control. Well, it's the U.S. that did it. And the U.S., maybe in their mind, they think the United States is, you know, has some sort of, like, practicalness <laughs> to it or rhyme or reason behind. Mm-hmm. Like, they want, they're trying to come up with a rhyme or reason other than, you know... People are just gonna, people with no regard for their lives are just gonna crash a plane into a building because they hate us. So. So this has been No Sir. Yeah, No Sir, No no Sir. So, So, remember everyone, um, sometimes you see things different, and that's a good (laughs) thing to talk about because perception we all have it like taste it's different yeah. and, and if you have if you have something to say write a comment um we'll definitely look at those and hopefully you can join in on the conversation oh oh, oh by, by all means if um if you have some uh, some kind of uh, factual evidence as to prove that uh vaccines are dangerous the ones that are administered uh, sure, go ahead and send it on over. <laughs> and yeah. I'd, I'd be glad to peruse it. <laughs> All right. All right. Good, good talk, segment, Viv. Thanks. Since humanity has began amassing knowledge, it has grown at an exponential rate, passed down from generation to generation, and civilization has risen high up on these pillars of knowledge. But what lurks in the shadows of sanity? On today's episode, we follow a young woman who has decided to emulate the heroes of her comic books and cartoons. She is what is known as a real-life superhero, a regular, everyday, average mortal with no crazy powers, with no amazing sharpness of intellect and physique. She has a black belt. She has a motorcycle protective suit. 
and a partner who follows and films her and is ready to call the police. Today, she's spending her time hassling a drug dealer, trying to get him to leave a corner of a bad neighborhood. What's up? What do you need? Excuse me, sir. You want two for six? I got three for thirty. I am not here to buy drugs. Shh, shh, keep it down. Oh, drugs, what are you talking about? You need to leave this neighborhood now. I think you need to leave this neighborhood. Where are you from? You're not from this neighborhood. I live in the city. I have a cell phone right here. You don't live in this part of the city. I have dialed 9-1 and am about to dial 1 again. How about I snatch that phone out of your hand and crack it off your skull? And if you do that, my partner, who is filming the whole thing... I'm going to take that camera from him, too. He will put it online. And you will be shamed. I'm filming this. It's streaming. We do not want drug dealers in this park, sir. For I am Lady Subterfuge and have been spying on you. You say you're Lady Subterfuge? Yes. I've been spying on you for three weeks. And I know that you sell various drug forms. You know, you should really just get out of here. I think it is you that should get out of here. This is my corner. I'm from here. This is my corner. You know how long I've been on this corner? I've been on this corner forever. You think I'm just going to leave this corner? Because some schmuck comes down here from Gold Coast telling me what to do with my life? You had better leave this corner or I'll dial another one. You touch that number and you will regret it. I'd like to see you try and make me regret it. (laughs) Beep. One. Hello, police. I'll see you in your nightmares. Alright, we did it. Good job, trusty cameraman. Yeah. High five. Go us. And evil will rest tonight. But not for long, because evil never rests. Or my name isn't Lady Subterfuge. The drug dealer decided to spy on and follow Lady Subterfuge after that, having been outdone by her. And then later on, he decided to shoot her from afar, where no one could see where the shot came from. And her cameraman couldn't film it happening. So having anonymously killed her, he went back to his corner. But the cameraman, the cameraman saw himself as her sidekick. And he came back to confront the drug dealer. But he didn't have a cameraman or a phone, so he was shot in front of people. And so ends another tale from the shadows of sanity, where things are weird. I'm getting tired too, Viv, but you know why? It's because we've been dragging on and on with this fantastic show, and we've got more show coming up right now. It's time for Talking Gruff about delicate stuff, or as it's known by the more connoisseur of the acronym and initial crowd, T-GADS. <laughs> yep. I love it. Here we are uh, as T-GADS. Uh, talking gruff, where we talk gruffly, people, gruffly, Yo. about um, the stuff that's going on in the news, 
the world around us. And, you know, and, and so we, we talk about that in a way that, you know, there could be fights up in here. It can happen. It can happen, Viv. I'm ready. All right. So, uh, on February, uh, maybe 17th, um, uh, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani uh, was at a private fundraiser for Scott Walker. And uh, he said to he said to he said to this uh, this group that's called the, the Twenty One Club. Um, he said, "I do not believe, and I know this is a horrible thing to say." But I do not believe that the president loves America. He doesn't love you and he doesn't love me. He wasn't brought up the way you were brought up and I was brought up though, uh, through, through love of this country. And then he went on to say, with all our flaws, we are the most exceptional country in the world. I'm looking for a presidential candidate who can express that, do that, and carry it out. And... I, you know, that's, that's some pretty bold talk. And unsubstantiated talk to yeah. just say the president doesn't love America. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys, what do you think about that? What are your general comments? I think it's hard to love America after you've spent eight years as its president. Wow. <laughs> that, that's a good point, baby. It is. It is a very good point. It is a fantastic. I turn the tables. No, it. I turn the tables on America. I, I like it, Viv. That's that's good. That's, 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 that's like that is exactly right like there. someone going. He's a secret Muslim and going. What do you got against Muslims? <laughs> Not saying like, yeah. where's your evidence for this? But like, so what if that is the case? But also, I love America, but I'm also not in charge of it. So it's like, anyone. I feel like anyone who has, uh, like, being the president is the hardest job. I w- I'm not going to say it's the hardest job in the world, but it's pretty darn near close. Yes. Um, I know, you know, you're on your emails right now, like, I work a day job at Hooters, and that's pretty hard, but, you know... Yes, good for you, but also being president is, is I would say with confidence, one of the hardest jobs in America. And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of stuff to say about you. But I think if, if the country has not, like, fallen into a depression by the end of your term or war, then, you know... Or like any number of horrible, horrible things that could happen to a country, then I'd say you know you did a pretty good job. Pat yourself on the back. It's a hard like if you didn't have to fire off any nuclear missiles, you know. If you didn't have to resign to avoid impeachment. Exactly. If if um. If you didn't secretly give weapons to terrorist groups in other countries, Reagan. <laughs> if uh. Wow, I don't know. What are the what are the qualifiers here? I mean, first, for doing a good job doesn't mean you love something. There are a lot of parents out there. Oh yeah, not sure. a lot. There are a lot. There are some parents out there who 
desperately love their children and yet are terrible parents. There's some parents out there, some, I'm sure, who don't like their kids. I bet there's some parents out there who are irritated by their kids and can't wait for them to go off on their own so they don't have to deal with them anymore. Who might be good parents. These could be the best parents, as a matter of fact. I, I highly doubt this. I believe in a loving family structure. But uh, the country, not a family. It's a no, country. No, it's a job. I, I don't like this idea when people say, oh, you have to love something. Like, fuck you, dude. I don't have to love shit. No. All right? Like, America is a country that, you know, um, everything about it isn't good. And so um, I don't like the idea that you have to be raised. You know, one of these people that are raised... To love every little thing about America. America had slaves. America is routinely racist against immigrants. You know, they're classist. Um, you know, our elections are pretty much rigged. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, blind, blind. there's a lot of things not to love about America. There's a lot of things not to love about our justice system and things mm-hmm. like that. And so to say, that, you know, we're an exceptional nation. Exceptional in what way? Yep. You know, what way are we upset? We aren't In our patriotism, we're, we're the not, most patriotic. Yeah, yeah but... That's a bad thing. But we're not exceptional in things like, um, uh, you know, like education, things like that. And you're right, right? It is a bad thing to be overly patriotic. Yes. The Nazis were overly patriotic. Like, you know, and, and today, Europeans, you know, like we have a pledge... Uh, we pledge to, to the flag. We, we pledge allegiance. You know, you go to Europe, they think that's fucking fucked up. I think it's fucked up. Of, and a lot of people in America do. But, like, there's a lot of people that believe, look, that's fucked up. You know, like, the last time it did this, you know, a lot of people got killed yeah. for, like, no reason. And, and why did we start doing this pledge? Well, we were kind of caught up in the whole blackballing communist thing and... We wanted to make sure kids weren't communists. Well, that's freaking crazy. Are you, are you gotta be kidding me. No, that's really that's really what it was, and uh, that's uh, it's super shitty. Yeah, and I think you know, for me, I think I personally do not think Obama hates the country. No. I can't say whether he loves it or not. He probably does. I mean... Well, here's the thing. If you hated something, would you try to keep up the illusion that you didn't? If I hated America, I wouldn't try and act like I loved it. I wouldn't even act ambivalent. I would be out there talking shit. I'd be like, State of the Union, sons of bitches! Kiss my ass! And then I would take a dump on the podium and be like, I hate America! I would drive the point home. Yeah, and I really don't think that you have to love with every single fiber of your being America to be a good president, like you were saying. But um, you do have to put, you do have to make America your priority. Well, I think if you run for president twice, you've decided that, you know what, I like this country and I would like to make it a little bit better. You know, yeah. I would like to come up with ideas. Like, you know, if he comes up with this yeah. idea, this law for health care, you know, and he worked for years, uh, you know, to get that through so that people can have health care, 
Um, you know, you think yeah. like a person like that really just is like fuck an entire country. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, man? This, this is why with the the things that Rudy Giuliani said is dumb as just all hell. Because you know, it's just like you you you're literally just ignoring everything and just saying what you want to say. He is trying to pave the way for his candidate, maybe himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all. A political well, move. Well, well, he's a politician, that's all he does. But let, let, let's yeah. talk about this for a second. You think Rudy Giuliani believes that? Because No. The, well, I mean, here's the thing is, I, I'm willing to bet that he says a lot of nonsense that just comes off the top of his head. Uh-huh. But, you know what? Uh, hate is a really strong word, so probably not hate. But in Giuliani said, I could see that he he looks at what Obama's doing as subterfuge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think but Giuliani. Like, but that's to his idea of America. Yeah. Cause he like his America is obviously not my America. Cause uh let me see, I don't know. Things have been getting better. They've been getting better all the time. I yeah. think Giuliani believes that Obama should love America more. Um, that's probably the extent of it. Like, I mean, like, who knows? He doesn't... I really don't think he knows how much Obama does or does not love America. That's only something Obama knows. Yeah. But in his mind, he thinks, you know... And nobody is really like this, but... I think he thinks Obama should be waving the flag everywhere he goes, uh, peace signs in the air, you know, yeah, America. Well, you know, they, like I green, think, red, white, and blue. I think that's what Giuliani maybe idealizes his president to be. When people say things like that, you know, it's you know, you don't think the way I think, and so you don't love America because if you loved America, you would love the things I love, and like. Mm-hmm. I you know of, of course it's just ridiculous yep. and so um, you know does Obama love the country yeah he loves the country he, of course he ran for president like that's that's enough for me and even if he and like even if even if he didn't like you know like I don't know maybe it's because you drove him to this maybe. you know like I like I don't know I've I've watched a lot of politics you know since Obama has been in, in, in office. And you know, yeah, I'd probably hate a motherfucker too <laughs> if if like if Republican, I'd be like, you know, just fuck everybody, fuck everybody. But you know what? This From now also, on, I'm using a presidential limo to go on trips. This also, once you become president, you're like even in the running process, like any sort of political life you decide to have, you open yourself up for so many people just to say so much stuff about you. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. And it's like, I don't think anyone, you know, who is not famous can really even think about um, how much, you know, it's how much it wears on you to know that every day somebody is talking something bad about you. And some people just lose it over if their friend said something like halfway insulting. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Rudy Giuliani is a bully. 
This was a bullying thing to do. So you know what? I would like to, I would like to get him back, but in a less in a less harmful manner. So uh. Please, please, anyone listening, um, please submit ideas of what you think Giuliani thinks about things. Giuliani loves Creed. Um, Rudy Giuliani hates potatoes. Never serve him potatoes. Rudy, uh, I'm, I'm going to be stuck on music and food. But here's the thing, like, okay, so... Rudy Giuliani does not sit on couches. He hates, hates couches. But here's the thing about, um... They're different political parties, so of course they're not going to agree. But it's like, you know, I don't agree with everything Obama did, but I'm not going to... But the thing is, I'm not running for office. I'm not a politician, so I don't have to make these outrageous statements. But what happens is, and I think it's the 24 News Hour cycle too, and Giuliani is going to make an outrageous statement... And everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, did you hear what he said? And he has to get on the news, and like this has to be like a newsworthy quote. Uh, I mean, he's got, so it was a newsworthy quote, and he got on, and you know, even when people gave him a chance to walk that back a little bit, he didn't, he doubled down. Yeah. No. Um, you know, and so like, I don't know, he may actually believe it, parts of me thinks he is, some part, another part of me thinks he just, like, he is the type of person, mm-hmm. and he's always had this career where he's, like, um, exploited 9-11 because he was the mayor, and he oh. was, he was there, and he, you know, he did what he did, and it was oh, that was, they, Yeah, that was part of his speech. It's he fun. wasn't there. Right. Yeah. But it's like, well, he wasn't there yet, so there were a lot of people that wasn't there. Scott Walker wasn't there, he doing a dinner for him, yeah. you know, like... Giuliani is the yapping dog to whoever's coming next. I I would like to say that uh, there's pretty much nothing Giuliani could say that would make me dislike him more than Scott Walker. Scott Walker, I can't stand you. Oh, and uh, in case you didn't get the message originally, do not play Dropkick Murphy songs anymore. They support unions. They literally... Hate you, and no, I, I can't stand Scott Walker. You know, he's a terrible person. Oh, and aside, aside from the fact that they don't want you to use their music, it's copyright infringement. You owe them money. And I'm not excited about Bruce Rauner either. Oh yeah, right. yeah. He uh, he didn't exactly run on union busting. He kind of like talked to some teachers' unions and tried to make it look like he wasn't going to be doing that. And no, no, he's exactly, as soon as he became governor, he's he's, he's like, all right, so right to work, right? Because we're falling behind. He's rocking the sky. Michigan and Wisconsin and Indiana, they're going to get all the good jobs. What good jobs? Are they going to come here and become our electricians and plumbers to fix our infrastructure? Actually, there's some companies that are shipping in plumbers and electricians from Wisconsin and Indiana. And, uh... Instead of losing work to them, and the solution of making this a right-to-work state is ludicrous. Instead, we should just continue to find companies that do that. Instead of just making the fucking lower wages in our state. I I hate a race to lower wages. It's totally ludicrous. You know what a journeyman steelmaker, uh, steelworker makes in uh, Texas? No. Eleven seventy five. Jeez. Yeah. What's uh, federal minimum wage? 
725. A journeyman steel steel worker makes uh, $3 over minimum wage in Texas. That's insane, man. Nope. Then they can expect people to live their lives and they're like, oh, well, you know, when people go on food stamps, they say, oh, you're breaking the system. No, dude, you're making it hard for people to actually work hard and, and, and you know, um, make a decent living. But, you know, that is a topic for another show. I thank you guys for having this rousing discussion with me and... We will see you all next time. Thank you for listening. Well, thank you for talking, Sean. And coming up is quite possibly the end of the show or another segment, depending on where this segment gets edited in. <laughs> Why even say that? Perfect, Viv. <laughs> And so, once again, here we are at the end of a show. Ah, jeez. It was nice working with you guys. Oh, yeah, sure was great, man. Yeah, it was great. I don't sound like Viv or Sean. I'll have to remember to record an outro with them and an intro with them on a more regular basis. Usually pretty good about it. But, uh, I... Does it matter? Does it matter? You can tell me if it matters. You can find us on Facebook. We're Organic Monkey. We have a show coming up. Organic Monkey. Not the organic products company. We're just a bunch of buffoons who are also clever. And we just want your attention and making you laugh. So I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll have another one out soon. Be sure to check out the Flabby Hoffman Radio Extravaganzo as well as Theater of Momentum. We'll have a show there June 13th. And if you're listening in the future, it's June 13th, 2015. Maybe we're still around doing shows. Uh, good night or good afternoon or good morning. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed.